Richardson is Jay Morant, man. In your eye, Aaron Baines. Oh, R.I.P. Aaron Baines. Bruh. <laughs> Hold this L. La, 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 la. John Morant's really leading the Yeah, he's out of here, bro. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. So far. Take that, Zion. Yeah. Um, Get on the court. Yeah, until Zion. I mean, I don't think Zion's going to even have enough time to really win that award. You missed 25 games so far, and there's no timetable for you coming back. So take this L and hold, hold this. Yeah, he might not first, even. First, yeah, second team all all rookie. He might not even be back by Christmas, which is. Oh, come on. It's going to be kind of sad, but. Wait, you didn't hear they were, they were saying, like, oh, wait, wait, hold he's on. not going to play this year. Hold on, this is what? the breaking the go. Jeez, man. Season two, episode eight. Let's get it. I got Devin Jones with me. What's up? What's up? Back again. I got Javier. Doo Doo Brown. What's up, Javi? And of course, it's your boy Dan. Dan Zito. Dapper Dan. <laughs> Most of you know me as Dan Rejackies. But it's still Dan Zito all day. Uh, so yeah, we out here. It's the Brick and the Go. We got an sure. exciting episode for you guys today. Uh, yeah, we got, a lot, we got a lot to talk about. It's been a, about six days since our last episode, but... Um, a lot's been on the pike. Yeah, there's a lot of storylines that are still developing here. In December, it's getting interesting. We're starting to really kind of starting to really kind of get a feel for teams, so... A lot of surprises... Like a lot of people outperforming, some underperforming badly. And we're going to break down all of that for you. And we're going to have the brick and the goat. And we'll have some predictions for you guys, too. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. So let's get it. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we want to dive into first? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. just look at let's, let's just like let's just look at the like standings. Yeah. Like, let's take a look at the East. As y'all heard, uh, is it Ja or Jay Morant? Ja, ja Morant, way better name. Uh, posterized Aaron Baines. I don't even think I think there's been some other instances of Aaron Baines getting splattered. I can't think of him right now, but he just I, I feel like he's used to that. He he I mean he is he's 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 always willing to challenge he's always willing to challenge players, you know. He grew he's up, a little you know, slow though. He came from the Popovich yeah. system, so he plays hard. Oh yeah. He says nasty screeds too. He will Now Ben's is you know he's a big you know, boy. He'll body you. Suns the Suns need him too. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of the Suns, my boy uh is back next week. Well, when does he get back, Dad? Uh, he gets back in, let's see, three games, they're telling me. Oh, yeah. Ooh. My guy. DeAndre. DeAndre. Dang. He's going to be nice. I uh, got caught up for some, you know, some light, some light. It'll just be, it'll be just okay. a couple. <laughs> popping a little Addies. He needs to bring me back in some fantasy. Yeah. I got him in both leagues, so, you know. I need, I need that Two guy. Two fantasy leagues? Yeah, yeah. And I just dropped Aaron. So hey. get out of here, buddy. Well, DeAndre coming back. Welcome back, DeAndre. Yeah, we don't take no L's like that dunk to the face, bro. Yeah, maybe you bad. can uh, maybe you can get the Suns back on Dropped. track. Get the Suns back on track here and start making my uh, start making my prediction that they were uh, that they were a playoff team a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where are they sitting right now? <laughs> They're sitting in eighth with the, at eleven and thirteen and actually 
I got a shout out to the Kings one time. <laughs> the Kings and the Suns are in the seven and eight seed at eleven and thirteen. And you know what? People are gonna people will have all types of excuses, but I even said like I said back in the summer, like like really like okay, the West like we were talking all this talk all, all this talk about the West, but like if you look at the records in the conferences, like the East actually right now only has one team under five hundred in the playoffs, and the West has two. So it's going to be interesting. Like, hmm. I think like good point. We were a little high on the Western Conference for good reason, though. For good reason, the East I think has been cheeks. The top teams are stronger than yeah. The top teams are stronger than the top teams in the East for sure. But like, I mean. I mean that, but that brings me to one of the points I wanted to bring up is the Blazers are trash, Ooh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Ten and fifteen. How? That's how tough. in the what? Ooh. What is going on, bro? No, no one had them at the eleventh seed. Ten oh, and bro, 15 what are you talking about, man? Year, bro. Who predicted? That? Like what happened? Is like Nurkic not like? You know, come back. No, he's, he's not going to be back until like January. No, he's not back. Oh, he's not back. He's still recovering. I mean, that was a nasty injury. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Right, but they went ham without. And him. actually, Whiteside. Whiteside's actually been playing really well too. He's mm-hmm. on one of my fantasy teams. I heard they're trying to get Kevin Love. <laughs> I well, like that. No, no, no. They didn't say they were trying to get Kevin Love. Kevin Love just said, said, said to, I'd be cool. interested in going back to the Blazers because I guess he's, he's from, from Portland. Portland yeah. yeah, but the That'd only kind of cool. Yeah, but the only problem with Kevin Love is that no D beyond this season. Yes, no D. Beyond this season, <laughs> yeah, pair that up with Carmelo. Oh god! But beyond lineup, beyond this season, he's owed ninety-one million over three years. What? That's terrible. No. So that's thirty million annually. That ain't it. Next season, the season after, and the season after that, and I don't even know if the Blazers can really afford that because <sighs> they're already maxed out. They already maxed out Dan. They maxed out CJ. Hassan Whiteside's getting twenty-something million. I just, <laughs> I just, why? yeah, what? I just signed a four year. Get eight. rid of Whiteside. Oh, okay. Whiteside oh, signed four years, eighty eight million, like a couple years ago. If you're getting years. Nurkic back, that's he wanted to get rid of. Him. If you're getting Nurkic back, just trade Whiteside. I mean, let me let me just dream a little bit though. Like Whiteside, K Love, Mello, CJ, and Dame. It would be a nice I team. will smoke you in some two K. Yeah, yeah, right. Right, but but also though, also though, in reality, like a high school team would score on that on that defense. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Like, Melo yeah. just refuses to play defense, and then the rest just struggle at it. Well, Hassan, Hassan's good. That's about Hassan's your, your good. only strong spot. On and Nurkic was a beast at rim protection last year. So yeah, if and he I comes mean, back in full form, then and honestly, Nurkic is just kind of like one of those. He's like one of those bigs. Like he's like Jokic. Like he's good at everything. He's like a mini. He's like a Jokic Junior. Mm-hmm. So like, what, what he's happens? Good at everything, what like, happens with Whiteside when Nurkic is? That's what I was thinking. Uh, I was yeah, like, that's gonna be interesting. Put him on the bench or get rid of him. Or? Yeah, get Kevin Love and get I mean, rid of that nasty contract. You could potentially have Nurkic at the four, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, Nurkic is like your third most important player at that point. So. I, I was imagining Kevin Love already there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Get mellow with that six man energy. Buddy's been starting, so shout out to Mellow. Oh yeah. 
getting that role, getting that role once again that yeah. he that he always dreamed of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The ten and fifteen Blazers, oh, but um, but but it, but it is good, like we said. Like like I think CJ and Dame are really supporting him. I don't think he's had that support in his past couple of runarounds. But. And Melo's just good for the league. Definitely, it's good for the league. What about them standings though? Uh, shook so up. Let's talk about the West first. Uh, I mean, obviously the Lakers are dominating. Lakers are rolling. They got their 12th straight road win tonight. Jeez. 12th straight on the road uh, since dropping their first game actually to the Clippers the first game of the season actually. That's good for the league too. Um, Clippers are you know uh, Kawhi picking his spots and now back to backs. So they're at 19-7. Yeah. You can see that. They just took like a 20 point loss to the Bucks too. Right or 30. Yeah, yeah. With, is that, that's the meme where Kawhi and Paul George are looking up at Giannis, like, what's going on? <laughs> he's just yamming on the home. <laughs> See that? It's a good one. Kawhi's <laughs> like, I could have played with AD and LeBron. <laughs> or I could have stayed in Toronto, who's also killing it. Bum, bum, bum. Can you imagine Kawhi and Pascal this year? I'd be scary. Yeah, Oof. yeah, it would. That would be very scary. And my guy OG and Anobi going a little ham too. Mm-hmm. Freddie, Freddie Van Vliet. Yeah, just just pick my guy OG up. You know? Yeah, uh, we'll get to the, we'll get to the Raptors. We'll get to the East. The Clippers sitting there nineteen to seven. Um, I mean, aside from that loss to the Bucks the other night, they they've been looking good. Dallas, yeah. Dallas though, obviously the big surprise. Dallas and uh, Chris Stapps is not doing anything yet, right? Still not really doing too much. But yeah. I is just handbot. Yeah, I mean, I think once Chris Stapps gets in the mix a little bit, they're going to be a problem. It's the full form. And you know how I feel about the Rockets, so definitely got them over them. He's choking. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Rockets sitting at 16 and 8 right now. Um, James Harden dropping like eighty a game for no reason. Yeah, going, scored fifty going to the free throw line fifty five like times a game. Also, or tonight. Also, let's just let's just sidebar real quick. Shout out to the Rockets. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you got like the Rockets have just been providing us so much entertainment lately. And oh, yeah. I'm so grateful for it. Oh yeah. Um, like. So let's get back to the. Uh, we have an update. We have an update on the investigation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Stabler and Benson. What's, what's up, yes. there, Dan? What's Adam up, there, Dan? Download the case. Me. Download me, dog. Yes, <laughs> we have an update. So last time we talked to you guys, we informed you about how the Rockets were demanding. They went to the DA. Not asking, demanding. That the final seven minutes and fifty seconds of a game be replayed, a game that went into double overtime. Mm-hmm. Okay, not just a game that ended in regulation, a game that went into double overtime. You know those uh, those two quarters that they had uh, to not choke. They were literally giving the Heimlich, giving the Heimlich twice, still choked. So we all kind of we all kind of oh, knew. We all kind of knew this was ludicrous. Um, I mean, what was actually even more ludicrous was they first thought they may be able to just be awarded the victory. (laughs) (laughs) 
off the simple fact that the game was tied at regulation. Yeah. Oh, they were oh, because they points. did an official protest. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, like, I mean, I I can count the amount of times on my hand, like, like that, the amount of times that like I've seen a goaltend go one way or the other, and it, and the game end up being a one one or two. Like, it's like we don't go back and change things like that. It's so, preposterous. Long story short, the league said no. Nah. Oh wait, Do, wait, wait! But can the Rockets appeal or no? <laughs> okay. Denied. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasted. <laughs> Interesting. In, in uh-huh. Houston, a and group, then a group of dedicated choke artists. And then, uh, and then, and then we'll just stay on that point just real quick. It was funny the other night. Uh, like Devin, you you just came home, and I was telling you how I was watching the Rockets game. It was still on. <laughs> And I kind of just wanted to see, like, how biased the announcers were, especially, like, in defending James Harden. Oh, and I was kind of curious, like, how quick it would be until they mentioned, like, the the game against the Spurs where they got robbed of the, the bucket. And not within, like, five minutes of turning it on, like, James Harden actually pulled up for a three, made it, but he, like, followed through and, like, hit the defensive <laughs> player in the face, like, really hard with his hand. And they ended up calling an offensive foul. And then the reps were, or the sorry, the announcers were like, oh, they're taking away three points from James Harden. And they took away two points from him the other night. And then on the next possession, he, like, pulled up for three, got fouled. But it was, like, ruled like a non-shooting foul. And then they were like, oh, they just took away six points from James Harden, like, or potentially seven points. They're just like adding up the points like that the refs were taking away from him, supposedly. And I mean it's ironic because of how many free throws he shoots. And compared to how many free throws LeBron James, for example, shoots per game, like LeBron's averaging five and a half free throw attempts per game. It's it's a career low for him. Five and a half. Meanwhile, James Harden, I think, is shooting like thirteen, twelve or thirteen, maybe Mm -hmm. fourteen a game. Mm -hmm. And we all know LeBron drives to the basket and is very aggressive. Like, he gets fouled to gets death. Fouled, yeah, he gets. I mean, right. So and so, so when he complains, he just does it on the court, and then the refs ignore him. Yeah, like people so wonder why. Rock, they're literally like trying to sue the NBA <laughs> for a W that they coughed up. Yeah, like get out of here. So and that's why no one is ever scared, no matter how well the Rockets are doing in the regular season, to see them in the playoffs. No, no. That's and this is even. this is the funny part is they've been waiting for this moment for what five years. We've been tapping that in the playoffs, mm-hmm. bro. Now we're gone. What's the excuse now? Luca, mm-hmm. Kawhi, LeBron. Yeah, you can't beat anyone, bro. No, no Sorry, those teams are. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, like, you just can't beat good teams, like, bruh. Oh, you forgot, like, the Warriors are gone. Well, guess what? LeBron is still here. There's uh, other good teams, bruh. You gonna, can't beat any of them. You're either going to face the Clippers or the Lakers if you want to get to the finals, and you're not beating either one of them for different but <laughs> solid reasons. Yeah. those teams aren't known for choking, and those players aren't known for choking. But you are. Like your larynx is crushed at this point. Legendary, legendary choker. Like, come on. 
Anyways, can we can we move down? Yeah, we can to, move on from the Rockets. Move, move yeah. down to Denver, fourteen that's, and eight. That's enough about the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver, I must say, very underwhelming this year. Disappointing. They're they're usually at the top of these standings in the regular season. Um, if they can't get there, this I don't know what they're about to do in the playoffs because they not looking good. They, they got to be better, man. In my opinion, um, I think they need to make a trade. Um, I think they need to be big players on the trade market, to be honest. Uh, like, before the uh, – before and around the All-Star game, I think the trade deadline's now after the – couple of days after the All-Star game now. But um, mm. they, they're they going to have to make some type of trade. They have a lot of role players that – they have too many, They have too much talent on their team and they can't utilize it all. So, like, like for example, they have Monte Morris – Malik Beasley, Tory Craig, Jeremy Grant. Already too many. Michael Porter Jr. Like, all five of those guys, like, could be, like, potentially, like, starters on a team. Right. Yeah. What's up with Michael Porter Jr.? I was just going to say that. Is he, like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, he basically just, like, he started the year, like, fully healthy, but basically, like, Mike Malone was just like, bruh, like, you're literally, like, the last man. <laughs> Damn. And, like... You're not gonna like play for a while. That's yeah. crazy. Like I thought and he he's was... been like getting like he's been getting minutes like here and there. Yeah. But like they're still kind of like now like late like tonight he played 14 minutes he had six points on two of seven six rebounds. It's not bad. It's not um, good, but... but no, they were talking about him like he was gonna be like Blake Griffin or Joel Embiid like missing that first year and then just coming back and dominating like yeah. physical specimen. But... To be honest, I still think. I still think he is going to be raw. I think it's just going to be like you got to get away from the Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know about that. Like, and I would, I would honestly, if I was the Nuggets, I would keep him and I would trade like, like for example, like Tory Craig, Monte Morris, Malik Beasley, one or two of those players. I think you can trade. Yeah, and you can get something like substantial in return for those are two really talented young players. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, I wouldn't maybe say maybe not trade both of them, but you could definitely trade one of those guys and get like something back that you need that you're lacking. Yeah, because you literally got to make room for your young players to shine. I think I like think. they're just like I don't know. Like Tory Craig played eight minutes, but like I've seen he's gone off against the Lakers. Like I've seen him mm-hmm. go off before. Like so, like he's only getting eight minutes. Like Malik Beasley only in only in twelve minutes. Like I think those are guys that. Those are guys that could really be like contributing big time on other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the Nuggets, the Nuggets have a little dilemma coming up here, and Jamal Murray has not been. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. He was serving in the playoffs mm-hmm. last year, showing a lot, and then I don't know what happened. Any, any ideas? <laughs> He's only shooting thirty three percent from three. Ooh. Uh, 33.5%, uh, 43% overall, but I mean, like, I don't know, 17, 4, and 4, it's like, I don't know. Like, Is Jokic serving, though? I feel like Jamal Murray should be averaging, like, over 20 a game. Cause yeah, they think, bro, easily. Because they played through Jokic, so it's like, if he's, is hasn't his production kind of declined a little yeah, bit? Yeah, he's, like, he's at 16, 10, and 6 right now. I mean that's great for Trash. someone else. It's nowhere near what it was last yeah, year. Yeah, that's great for someone else, but for him, it's like you—that's a big decline. Yeah, I took him so. like second in like two of my fantasy leagues. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad move, but you know, well, it's not now looking, it's it's not looking great. It's right not now. looking great, but yeah, they played through Jokic, so it's kind of he frees up a lot of like perimeter stuff. 
when he's dominating in the play in the you just scoring like if he can stretch the floor then it opens up the lanes if he you know yeah. having a center like that who yeah, dominates yeah, yeah, yeah. like that like with his kind of game it's like they played through him so Jamal Murray might just not be getting the looks like he was last year so yeah. Nuggets smarten up and then um yeah and then also um Well, we'll we'll get to the east. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, I got some things to say about the east. But. Yeah, the east is looking pretty nice. Well, okay, they're looking okay. Who else? Who else? Though, real quick, here do we have? We have okay. So we have we got Utah sitting at six, which I think I talked about last week. I'm a little disappointed in Utah. Yeah, they were supposed to be raw. I think it's just taking Mike. Mike Conley's just taking a lot longer than expected to kind of gel with that team. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider's going off though. Yeah, Donovan's been going on. Rudy Gobert's actually been playing well, a lot better lately. Another person I have on two of my fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and then we got Sacramento and Phoenix and OKC. Wow, OKC is – Sacramento, Phoenix, and OKC are all 11 and 13. Minnesota's 10 and 14. Portland, 10 and 15. San Antonio, 9 and 14. Like, all one, what is that, one, two, three, four, all six of those teams are going to be fighting for two playoff spots. Can I just say, too, about the Thunder? (laughs) It's going to be funny. About the Thunder, it's like, I was just reading something today about Chris Paul. And it's just like, you can't help but feel kind of bad for Chris Paul. He's kind of stuck in no no man's land right now. And they're saying the market for him is kind of diminishing as we speak. Yeah, a lot of this, too, like, is, is like, is like Daryl Morey. I mean, Daryl Morey's an asshole. Yeah, like, he's a cutthroat. Like, let's just <laughs> let's just put it like let's just put it blunt. Like, he's an asshole. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a whole art. Somebody wrote a whole article like this week. Actually, it was just like he should have been honest with Chris Paul and with Melo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, you guys are expendable. They really so use Melo. Yeah, they really use Melo as a scapegoat. They kind of use Chris Paul as a scapegoat too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> it don't sit well with me. <laughs> but he's finesse God, though. I mean, not with this dumb investigation. That was a whiff. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's oh, a finesse God. Darryl. He really be finessing his way through those playoffs. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Every year. He, he finesses himself all oh, yeah. the way to oh, lose. Yeah. And yeah. don't, and don't, and don't forget, there's still... They're still auditing. They're still, they still want a full audit of the uh, 2018 Western Conference Finals against the Warriors. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe uh, you, you should let that hurt go. Let it go, Rockets. 2018, which which time was that when we beat them? I don't know. Some choke. Ch- choking was involved. Well, well, <laughs> well, they think, well, they think, well, they think that they may still be awarded the victory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Sure, buddy. Okay. All right, sorry. Yeah. Guys, just reverse the whole history. All right. Let's jump over to the East, though. <laughs> Travel to the East. So we got the Milwaukee Bucks uh, tied with the Lakers at 22-3 and three for the best record in the league at number one, Bucks. But, uh, Devin, tell us tell us who we're pretty kind of surprised. I mean, Yo. pretty surprised about it. The beginning of the year was like, okay, cool. Like, I see y'all, but now... I'm looking at Miami in second place right now at 18 and 6. <laughs> that is 
nuts to me. That's the last thing I was expecting to see. Uh, been hearing a lot about the Raptors this year. They dropped to five at sixteen and eight. Uh, they're still in it. The, the East is much closer up top, but that's that's pretty wild to me. Celtics seventeen and six, and Philly at eighteen and seven. But Miami's on top of that little pack at eighteen and six. Like that's crazy. Also, like <laughs> they're who's man's? They're eleven and zero at home. What? Yeah. Don't like the other thing. I was. I saw it today. I, I don't even remember this guy's name, but it was some white guy. Were you talking about him just a minute Dun- ago? Duncan Robinson? Wait, he hit 10 threes? Yeah. Oh, he hit 10 threes? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So him and That then, was his 30-some points? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then, yeah. like, such a very white game of him. But, <laughs> and then Tyler Hero. Oh. It's just... Oh, Tyler right. Hero, the other... The, the night, actually, not, not against the Heat, but the night before... Um, let's see the game against the Bulls. Mm. Tyler Hero. Let's just—I mean, yeah, dude. Is it, like if you have randos just going off, you're gonna start winning games you shouldn't have. And then Jimmy Butler. Jimmy like, Butler is a savage. Yeah, let's he's just pretty, that out pretty there. good. That man is built to win. I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan. Been been a big one ever since the, the Timberwolves scandal last year. What he what, he, what <laughs> I thought he was completely in the right. What he also like like for like for better for him is like he needs a team that's his team. Facts, facts. So it's like he was on the Timberwolves and then he started getting a little too much talent, and then he <laughs> there he was like mm, I'm off this, and then he went to the. Sixers and then just a hella talented team and it was just like I'm not getting enough shine. Goes to the Heat. It's like even if the Randos go off for thirty points, it's like it's still my team. It's my so, team. And give me the ball it's in the last second. So and so But here I, me- I kinda I'm I'm gonna disagree a little bit. I just I don't think he could play with the hose, sorry, excuse my language, but this <laughs> is <laughs> with Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, they are Pillsbury Doughboy. Pillsbury Doughboy, soft, my Softy. guy. <laughs> and then you move over to Joel Embiid. Like Shaq said, I need twenty-eight, dog. Mm-hmm. He's putting up twenty-two right now. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Twenty-eight, it's, seven points it's a quarter. It's like year. Three or four of you being a beast, you you got it. Let's let's go. You just intimidate. Where, where you at, bro? Do you want you want to be good, bro? You you can score on anyone in this league. Why are you putting up twenty two points? Do you want to be dog? good? Come on. Do you want to be good? Keep scoring twenty two points a game. Yep. Yeah. You want to be great? Give me 28, 30 points a game. Has Shaq ever been wrong about a center? I doubt it. No. And then so mark my words, Jimmy Butler was playing with someone like Giannis, mm-hmm. a beast. Mm-hmm. He would happily play second fiddle. Monster. That's my thoughts on that. Thanks. <laughs> Let me just play this Tyler Hero highlight too from from uh, from Sunday night against the, the Heat. Against Is he the a Bulls. second year? No, he's a rookie. What? Okay. 
Get the rim shot. Uh, Who's announcing these? My God, here's your hero. Oh my God, <laughs> Scooby Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, a scrappy little team. Yeah, but yeah, spearheaded by my guy Jimmy. Yeah, scrappy teams can make it far and, if they keep it up. And that was Tyler Hero hitting five threes in the fourth quarter in overtime. Jesus, he is your hero. Twenty-seven points, six rebounds, three assists. In 41 minutes on 10 to 22 shooting. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hero, man. Shout out Kentucky. He got uh, Bam playing out of his mind, too. Oh. I don't, I don't know where that came from. but yeah. Bam out of bio had 30, 11, and 11 against the Hawks. Whew. And Jimmy Fuck. Butler had 20 points, 18 rebounds, and 10 assists. 18 uh, rebounds? Yeah, bro. You know the last time, the last time two and two NBA players on the same team had triple doubles was last year. LeBron James and Lonzo Ball. Ooh, <laughs> sprinkle me, man. <laughs> sprinkle me, man. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Bam out of bio. He's been balling out of his mind. Thirty eleven and eleven. That's what. It was. Yeah. 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 Thirty. The, yeah. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty eleven and eleven. And the Bucks quickly won. 16 in a row. Uh, I think they won again tonight, too, with Giannis for the first time this year. Is that, that's 16? 16, I think. Wow. Okay, Bucks. Uh, Bucks. The Bucks. Dominating. Doing just fine without Brogdon. Brogdon, hold this L. And then the Sixers are third, right? No, four, they're fourth right now. Oh, who's third? Boston Celtics, Celtics, and then Toronto is fifth, and Indiana sixth. But honestly, like that top five is good though. Those oh two oh wait six is all Dan Dan wait Ooh. who's missing from that top six? I'd like to say I'd like to enter into the court. Wait, who is it? Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Oh, Kyrie. Oh, how is the absent? And who was number three? Oh, the Celtics. The Celtics. Oh, that's crazy. We don't need to go into that too much, but draw just, your just own. know where they sit. Draw your own conclusions. Brooklyn, way out of the top six ranks. 13 yeah, 11. Yeah, Barely yeah. hanging in there. 500. Boo. Boo this man. <laughs> boo this man. Mainly boo Kyrie, though, because I got to shout out the Nets for two for two specific players. Number one, thanks to Kyrie Irving being out, Spencer Dinwiddie, my guy. He's going handball. Is going off. Averaging <laughs> 21 points a game, mm-hmm. six assists, three rebounds, mm-hmm. 24 points tonight, and mm-hmm. he's been balling. And then also, shout out to Jared Allen, great young center in this league, probably top five centers. Yep. He might be number five. Go off, King. But, yeah, he had 21 points, 10 rebounds tonight in 26 minutes, seven of nine shooting. He's averaging 12 points, 11 rebounds on the season. Okay. But his player efficiency rating is rated 16th in the league at 23.08. Oh. And... He's shooting 66% from the field. Whew. Okay. Okay. 
Let's get it. Okay, I see you. Averaging two blocks and steal. Averaging a block, a block and a steal. Two point one combined blocks and steal. So sick. And uh, and only one turnover per game. So hmm. no thanks to you, Kyrie. Uh, so shout out to Jared Allen having a, having a basically just having a breakout season here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Jared Allen, Spencer Dimity, two young players. I'm super high on on the warpath. And um, not too much else to get excited about in the East. Although I will say Evan Fournier has been playing really well lately for the Magic. Mm. Just a quick. Quick side note, too. Um, the Knicks are playing my Warriors tonight. And uh, they just hit it. The Warriors just hit a three. To, to the Warriors four. won, right? No, they forced overtime. Oh, they forced overtime? <gasps> Warriors sent it to OT? Yeah. But they're down by four with 38 seconds. Knicks left. don't foul. Allow D'Angelo Russell to sink game time three. Okay, all right. So if we if we win, which would be a mistake, uh, if, we, if we don't win. It's not a mistake. Yeah, but if we don't win, we'll officially be worse than the Knicks. And that is why you foul, you okay, idiot. Okay, Bob Fitzgerald, we're not yeah. going to take advice from you. Yeah, yeah. so they're down by four with 11 seconds now, so we're going to hold that L and officially be worse than the Knicks so far this year. So Let's get that draft pick, baby. Yeah, shout out the Warriors. They're going to get a nice draft pick. Yep. Although okay. shout out to NBA too for restructuring the lottery now, so we might get tanking doesn't really matter top five. anymore. We'll just take a top five. <coughs> That's all we need. Top, top five, five, top five, five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah, that's the East. That's the West. It's time for the breaking the goat. You know what it is. You know what the fuck going on? So let's you get know it. The vibes. You know the vibes. Should we go break first or go? Um, let's do. Let's do ghosts first. Like I started off, please. So my goat this week is uh, a little-known young second year from Kansas. His name is Devonte Graham. Okay. Okay. Of the Charlotte Hornets. Hey, shout out Devonte. Second year. Second year, uh, second round pick, thirty fourth overall last year. Point guard, six one, scored forty points on the Nets uh, tonight. Career career high forty points on the who? On the Nets, oh, baby. Yeah. Hey. Five rebounds, five assists. Uh, went absolutely ham. Hit the dagger. Um, at the end of the fourth quarter, to 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 get that win, the Hornets aren't doing terrible for the Hornets. I think they're like eleven fifteen or something like that. Yeah, eleven and sixteen. Eleven sixteen. Um, so they're not doing terrible for the Hornets. Um, and yeah, so like people are, he's been averaging twenty eight and a half points over the last five games. Um, strong candidate for most improved player. And that three was wet, oh. so dropped a dropped a nice forty piece. Oh. Dropped that eighth. Okay. And uh, yeah, shout out to him. Right. Someone to watch coming okay. up. Yeah. All right, Dev. Who we uh, who we got? Uh, so I'm rolling a little bit of a curveball. I got my guy. He's had a rocky start to his career. 
Um, he's actually on my on my negative list right now. I just picked him up, and he had a little illness tonight. But uh, <coughs> but he's he's kind of putting the pieces that back together. Uh, my guy Markel Fultz, man. He's, hey, uh, <laughs> Markelly. Markelly, man. Shout out to Markel. Fultz. Shout out you, dumb. Fultzy. He's you know he's been he's been trying to put it a little bit together. His last last fifteen. Days has been averaging 14 points, five and a half assists, a steal, um, you know, some light, four rebounds. But he, but he's getting back at it. I think he's it's the best he's looked in ever in the NBA, <laughs> maybe. So uh, best he's looked since college. Yeah, mm-hmm. since college. So uh, he's he's found a little pocket on the Magic. I think he's got. He's got some room to grow, but he's he looks like he's putting it together, and I'm I'm happy for him, man, because the, the the Sixers was not was not his jam. Uh, he never never really fit in there, you know, Ben Simmons and the injury and the, the shot, and it seemed like he he just gotten out of the limelight a little bit. No one's no one really cares about the Magic, and, yeah. Uh, he's yeah, just it's low pressure, <laughs> low pressure, and he's had a chance to work on his game, get his get his stuff back together, so. I'm happy for him. I think you know. Obviously, he's not shooting the lights out and doing magic. Uh, no pun intended. But uh, he's. Uh, I think. I think he's on the right path. And I think by the end of this year, he'll be. He'll, he'll be a lot better. Yeah, and I think. Like, yeah. What the media like the way the media treated him too is just disgusting. Like broiled him. It's terrible. That's terrible. And and he's what twenty one, maybe twenty two, and twenty one. Twenty one. It's like Twitter age, everything happens at hyperspeed. So it's like give him some time to develop. Once he gets solid, then I think that'll give him room and confidence to like really go off. If if he you know if he keeps going at the way he's going, so he's he's got he's got the skills. It's just yeah, like and and I mean I'm no scouting ex- expert, but he was still number one pick. Uh, he's still he's he's got it in his bag. I think. Uh, so we might be surprised towards the end of this year and next year. That's, that's my little prediction. Just thinking, though, real quick about the Magic. Did you see when the Magic played the Lakers? Was it tonight or yesterday? But, it was uh, tonight. Yeah, when Dwight and Jared Dudley. Jared, yeah. Shout out to Jared Dudley. Shout out to Jared Dudley. He wanted all the <laughs> like smoke. It the, like it was the playoffs last yeah, year yeah. against the Sixers. Exactly. He wanted all the smoke. <laughs> he was ready. That was a good pickup by the Lakers because he's Great, a good. enforcer. They actually, he was, getting, he was getting a bunch of minutes today, too. It looked yeah. like... like was about to like I love Jared Dudley. Get him some run now. Like he was just hitting threes. Like yeah. he's water. Like, yeah. Jared all, Dudley, that's man. All he's been practicing. Right? Yeah, been shooting threes. Yeah. <laughs> got one job: <laughs> smack, smack dudes and hit threes. Like just do it. Yeah. Um. All right. So y'all probably know who my goat is. Anthony Davis. Oh, my guy. My guy dropped a 50-piece. Talk to him. On the Timberwolves <laughs> on Sunday night. 50 points on 29 shots. Okay. 20 for 29 from the field. He had seven rebounds. He had six assists. He was 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Uh, didn't even make it three in this game. Had four steals and a block and only one turnover. I mean, just look at this. 50 points. Seven rebounds, six assists, four steals, and a block, and only one turnover. And only one foul. One turnover on 50 points, bro. Um, That's pretty nuts. 
Yeah, just an amazing, just an amazing game from Anthony Davis. He was just dominating all facets of the game, dominating in the post, hitting fadeaway jumpers, playing incredible defense. Uh, I think um, the Lakers, <laughs> one of the Lakers talk show hosts, and I, you know, I'll, of course, my opinion is always going to be a little biased, but I mean. Tell me Anthony Davis is not the best two-way player in the league right oh, now. Oh, definitely. Mm. I'll put him there. Better than Kawhi Leonard. Right now. Presently, right now. Yeah. We've, I think, had a, we've had a two-month period from the summer where the finals hang over, and Kawhi gets to still be the best player in the league. Mm. But now, I think Anthony Davis, I don't care. It's like he's a because he's a big man. Mm-hmm. Like – in, in some people's eyes, like, he really – he does everything. And I think right now, through the first 25 games of the season, um, considering the games that Kawhi's missed as well, Anthony Davis has been the best two-way player in the league. And he just – I mean, he's in the he's in the best position to play defense than he's ever been in because, like, look, man, you teamed up with LeBron who can – who will block the hell out of you at the rim – and also handle you at the perimeter, you know, it's different than Kawhi and Paul George, who are just, like, amazing perimeter players, but it doesn't... Yeah, yeah. it's harder for them to make each other better. Yeah. Like, LeBron... Because you'll be on different sides of the court. Yeah, like, what people don't understand is, like, they have this idea of whatever Anthony Davis, whatever they thought Anthony Davis was, but LeBron is actually making Anthony Davis better. Mm-hmm. And it's it's scary for the rest of the league. Like, just to be brutally honest, like... I mean, <laughs> LeBron has 32 points and 13 assists in this game as well. So it's like he's just feeding, he's just feeding all his teammates, including AD, and AD's just getting to dominate the offense. Because I, I just I, like to your point, I think the upside for Anthony Davis's offense on any given night is like I think a, a few steps higher than Kawhi because Kawhi just doesn't try to score more than 30. You know. Yeah. Because yeah, but he I think Anthony Davis makes the same unless the situation really calls unless for it. it super calls for it and like when you drop forty, any time you drop forty or like even in the late thirties, that fundamentally changes the game. Your whole team like gets a boost. So yeah, I would say that he's the best two way for sure, and it's effortless too. Yeah, it really is. Um, let's get to the brick. Well, let's, uh, yeah. Hit it, Javi. I mean, this one is just, it's based off something I've read, but it's also something that uh, uh, it, it kind of ties into his gameplay also. But I got to go with D'Angelo Russell. Oh. Um, he did have a pretty sick three to force overtime. Against the Knicks, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, and we still lost, so shout out to the draft pick. But, um, but no, it's this article I read about how he was doing an interview and he was saying when he was on the Lakers in his you know basketball infancy, he uh, Kobe would go out of his way to pull him aside and give him advice and say. Like, I know you want to party, and I know you want to do this and that, and, like, turn up and do these things, but you got to think 
because where I'm at in my career, like I'm able to be relevant at like 40 years old. Mamba out. Yeah. Because that's because Kobe. I mean, Oscar-winning Kobe. Like in the last, he might have you know in the last like couple years or whatever. Then he was just setting it up, like setting up his career, setting up his post NBA, yeah. like uh, business ventures and all that stuff, like going out with a super good reputation in and out of basketball superstar people still wanted to be around him and like he still has pull and still gets talked about in nba conversations all the time not just about like being the goat or whatever but just like like, oh kobe's here oh kobe came to the game oh that's crazy oh kobe's here you know so basically d'angelo russell was like i wasn't listening to him (laughs) what like i none of that stuff like it meant nothing to me really at the time and I should have listened to him and like, bro, I, what are you talking yeah. about, man? And then my um, my basketball reputation took a hit because like he was trying to tell me expand your brand and like make yourself known for more than basketball and you know like more than just endorsements and stuff like yeah. make yourself a like a figure in yeah. the public and stuff like that. And he was just like, you know, I'm five years in, I'm on my third team. Probably in 2020, you'll be on your fourth team in your sixth year. It's not a good look. You know, you might have some endorsements, but no one's really checking for you. You're, like, a really talented basketball player, but you're probably one of the more low-profile yeah. folks in the league. And, like, everyone forgot about the, the Iggy Azalea thing or whatever, but that's not the point, right? Like, it's, like, no one cares about that anymore. They just don't really care about you. Yeah. And this is your year to... Be like, well, everyone, the whole starting lineup's out. Let me go out for thirty something a game, uh, and not and stay healthy, and you know, make myself ready for the next, like, available for every game. Uh, yeah, available for every game, dominating, saying this is what I've got in the tank. Like, use me on a, make me a superstar on another team. Yeah, and that's not happening. Yeah. No one's talking about D'Angelo Russell, and like. Uh, the moral of the story is when the GOAT gives you advice, listen to it. Mamba out. Alright. Nothing else needs to be said there. (laughs) Come on. Um, So. Oh, here's what I was going to say. The Lakers, apparently the Lakers offered him uh, four years and a hundred million. And he turned it down. Thank God he didn't take that deal. Mm-hmm. If that's true, that we really offered that, thank God he didn't take that deal. Mm. Uh, Crazy, Devin. Sure. Uh, let me <clears throat> pull this thing up real quick. Got a little clip. Trey turns. Trey Frost finds Alex underneath and dunks it. Miami. It's over. It's over. It's over. Trey Young said it's over. It's over, guys. Perfect at home. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. But was it over? Oh. Anyways, uh, welcome to the league, Trey Young. This man uh, threw a nice little dime inside to whoever dunked it. I don't know. Uh, it went up by six with 59 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And he apparently thought that means it's over in the NBA. <laughs> when it, mind you, they didn't have the ball. They, they scored, so the, 
the uh, the Heat, my eighteen and six Heat, <laughs> second seed, uh, <laughs> took the ball out with the ball down by six. <laughs> With a minute left in the game. Oh. Now, let me explain to you how basketball works. A three is only one possession. A yep. possession is at max 24 seconds. The game is not over mm-hmm. with a minute left. Down by six, Brad. I'm you sorry. thought. Never, ever. You clearly haven't been in the playoffs. You Bro, what are you talking good. about, man? Jimmy has. And, uh, you know, the heat, the heat turned up, and, and they scored the next 22 points. <laughs> Unanswered. And obviously that includes overtime. They, uh, you know, came back, tied it up, went to overtime, and then, uh, you know, Trey Young didn't really know what to do. Um, Mm. Like score. Yeah, like score. Did they score six points to tie? It was 117, and then they scored 16. It was 16 to nothing in overtime. Yeah, and then I think uh, the the Hawks hit a couple buckets towards the end, and they, they went back and forth maybe. But they scored 22 points in a row after Trey Young said it's over. Um, and then the, the little clip I played was Jimmy on Instagram <laughs> talking about this man at Trey Young is a teller of the future. He was right. Game was over. <laughs> <laughs> and then basically the whole league chimes in. You know, you got Draymond, you got uh, my boy Steven Jackson, D Wade, Clay, things like talk to him, Jimmy, yo, chill, my guy. Laughing emojis, bruh. Uh, so you know, just a big L for my boy Trey Young. I'm I'm really rocking with him this year. I think he's serving, but you you got a few things to learn to learn, young blood. Um, and you got served. And you got served, man. And and you served yourself. Yeah. And you should know, my guy Jimmy thrives off stuff like that, bruh. Come on, man. He reaches a whole nother level when you get that disrespect, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saw what he did with the third string against Cat mm-hmm. and Wiggins in practice, my guy. He's just he he lives for that. He breathes for that, man. So Whew. so why why poke the bear? You you might have won that game if you didn't do all that. Oh yeah. So with your hands like in case you guys didn't see, he's all out with his hands like he's safe like an umpire. Just wilding, man. Just wilding with a whole <laughs> whole minute left in the game. <laughs> Bruh. What is your problem? <laughs> like, yeah. You score a run. If you score a run in baseball with one, you still got a whole inning left. Maybe you don't start turning up on the whole team. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so my break is Paul George. <laughs> Polly boy. Always a fan of that break. Talk to him. <laughs> PG thirteen, yeah, no one's scared of you. Uh, thirteen points uh, on five and twelve shooting in a twenty-eight point loss to the Bucks. Oof, yeah, that was disappointing, Paul. Brutal. What happened there? Uh, but that's not the only reason why he's my break. The Clippers traveled to Indiana. Monday mm. night. Mm. Yes. What happened after that? They took care of business. They won the game. You know, oh. They did that. Paul George had 36. Took him 26 shots to get it, but 36 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Great game from Paul George. Nice on the court. He was getting booed, though, the entire game by the Pacers crowd, who's still salty about his exit and his trade demands from three years ago. Let that hurt go. 
Paul George, though, just can't seem to let it go. Mm -mm. And he doesn't think that he deserves to be booed. And whether he thinks he deserves to be booed or not, I don't think is really the issue here. It's the fact that he feels that he needs to comment on these type of things. Yep. So. Gasoline on the fire. They asked him, oh, like, what did you, you know, you got booed and, what, and this and that. And he was like, you know, when it's all said and done, I'm going to write a tell-all about my exit from Indiana, which we kind of know now is because Larry Bird was an asshole and wanted Paul George to be a four for the rest of his career in Indiana. And I get why Paul George wanted to leave, but, like, this whole dramatic, like... Oh, oh wait, you didn't need to wait for his tell-all? We already have the tell-all, bro. <laughs> like, that's the other... That, that, this, this whole thing is just, like, right, we already know why you let... Why you wanted to be traded. Larry Bird wanted you to be a four, and you said no. And, like, I get it. I wouldn't want to do that either. Like, you're going to take a beating being a four, like... Mm. Also, there are many other things in Paul George's life that I would want to hear a tell-all about. <laughs> and, but, you know, it wouldn't be this. And I'm not getting vulgar, but let's just say it's not PG-13. Just Google it, fans. Paul George is getting more like... He reminds me more of Kyrie and Katie by the day. Yep. I just I hope for his sake that... He never reaches that level. You know, you might be on the Clippers, but you're still in L.A., Mm -hmm. and that's the spotlight. Mm -hmm. So, I hope you're ready. You might be over little brother. I hope you're ready to answer questions after after you take L's in the playoffs. Yeah, and... Potentially. Potentially. I'm not not trying to wish anything bad on them. Yeah, and that's another thing, man. Those those questions are going to get rougher. It's not going to be about why you got booed. It's going to be about why you choked. In yep. the playoffs, and you missed X shot uh, with X amount of time left in the fourth quarter, and your team lost. And why did that happen? And should Kawhi have picked you to play with you? And mm-hmm. Oh, playoff P? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is playoff P going to show up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he? Right. Oh, but that's the one that doesn't show up, though, right? Right. Yeah, no, I haven't seen playoff P. Okay. And here's the... <laughs> and here's the <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you guys seen playoff P? And here's the very, sorry, here's the very opposite of that... Um, of that story, which is Kawhi. Kawhi went to the Raptors, brought them their first championship, dipped, and he went back to Toronto, beat them, and they gave him a standing ovation. And called him and gave him MVP chance. And gave him MVP chance, gave him his ring. He had Drake on his Instagram wearing the championship ring like an engagement ring, showing it off like he said yes. And what Javi and what Javi's trying to say here is that that treatment is reserved for champions. For champions. For champions. Because no one is salty if you got them a ring. You hear that, James Harden? James Harden. Hey, you listening, bro? Or if you a real one who leaves it on the floor. Mm-hmm. I don't think you And who doesn't get shook yeah. by people booing? And yeah. so that brings me to my next topic. I got two special shout outs. The first one is Namanja Bialica. Oh! On the Sacramento Kings. Manja, Manja, I seen Manja. It. I seen it. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. Before you, before you go to the second shout out, or whatever. But that just brings me back to the other point of my guy Trey Young saying it's over. How about, how about Westbrook saying it's over? 
We forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> My guy drives in to the lane uh, with and makes a layup. One second left. Rockets go up by two. And then what Dan just mentioned. My guy, Bielitsa, comes down. The Rockets leave this man open by about 20 feet. <laughs> and he nails a three to end the game with a second left. Yeah, we went this stupid ad play, and then, uh, yeah, we'll get you this highlight. Because once again, it's like, how about you say it's over when uh, the other team literally can't win? Yeah, no, no. Like, let's do that, because people don't forget when you do this stuff. Can, can, you, can you explain which Rockets players were near him when he shot that three? Uh, it looked like P.J. Tucker missed an assignment. Oh, yeah. He was about 10 feet away, was he not? He was <laughs> pretty far away. So it's, to, a, so it's a second left on a normal inbounds you know, play. Right? It, was a, it, was a longer, you know, it was a longer three, a couple, couple feet behind the line, but he was wide open. Yeah. Wide, so, bruh. Wide open. <laughs> and he drained it. In Houston. And that's the story of the Rockets. One second mm-hmm. at the buzzer. Gone. Game over. Done. Westbrook, game over. For you. That's the Rockets in a nutshell, bro. Yep. Let's uh, celebrate this offense on one end and all this cute, flishy, flashy stuff. Let's celebrate this W on your home floor. <laughs> yeah. And then let's forget there's a whole second left where you have to play defense. Mm, what? Is oh, that? snap, what? bro. Uh-oh. Oh, snap. Huh? Let's leave a three-point shooter open by a mile. (laughs) Yeah, so that happened. Yeah, so it's funny that that happened two times in in a week, in a few days, where it's like someone does a good play, and then they go, the game is over, when it is just not over. No. People have scored final second shots on way less than a second. And yeah. you look like a fool. Point three rule. So let's yeah. get to this next shout out, though. I'm going to play one more highlight for you guys before I tell you who it is. Shout out to Derrick Rose. Still doing it. Still cold as winter. You you gotta love and respect the D Rose comeback, man. He's dropped fifty in a game last year. Oh. He's still hitting game winners. Dogging dogging guys. It's beautiful, man. I love it so much. I feel so bad for the way his career's played out, but he's making a strong, strong little finish now and for real, you don't like. Couldn't be happier for him. If you don't like the D Rose story, you don't like basketball. For real, facts. You're just a hater. You're a hater. Uh, like I can understand if you don't like Melo. <laughs> it's kind of an inside joke that we're all rooting for him. But with D Rose, there's no joke. <laughs> hey, I, I like. No, Mello. I love Mello. I just, 
I just think the gold medal argument is hilarious. But go yeah, ahead. That, yeah. Hey. Melo's more like, uh, he's more subject for like foddery. Nah, I go with the Ran and Jacoby argument. What? He did Ran and Jacoby, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love Melo. It's just, Kobe he's got did, such a funny Kobe, off. you know, prevented a lot of people from getting championships. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Garnett had to move conferences mm-hmm. to get one. Yeah, D-Rose just has, is a little, it's all facts. a little humbler and like, like a little less like, Funny off the court antics, mm-hmm. so it's just fun. It's just it's better to root for D Rose. Also, one more shout out. Shout out to KCP, Contavious Caldwell. Okay, I see you, bro. <coughs> I see you, bro. Boy, I've been working with Lethal Shooter all summer. Still working with him, and that shot has improved. I gotta say, KCP, killer, killer, cold pimp. Thirty-eight percent from three this year. Uh, and he was four for seven from three tonight, five of ten overall, 15 points, hit some big threes tonight. And he's been hitting big threes, to be honest with you, in the last five, the last five six games. Playing great perimeter D, like he, you know, that's that's his strength, but his offense is really coming around. And I've always kind of, I've always liked him. I've, I've definitely called him out on his, on his flaws, but uh, <laughs> Laker fans, you got to stop hating on KCP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Davis was trying to. This is coming from the top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Davis was ready in the earlier in the season to put some some man shoes on him, throw him in the river. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I was too. But yeah, no. Shout out to him. Shout, might out, to be Davis, too. shout out to Davis. You you gonna see when you get back. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he does. Hopefully he keeps playing well when you get back. Yeah. So you can see these threes he's been wetting mm-hmm. from the corners. Might be a young X factor. When it comes down to the wire. Definitely an X factor. Yeah. Um, we need his shooting because Avery, that's the one thing Avery Bradley used. I don't know if his shooting is going to come around. His defense is extremely valuable, but there's going to be times where we need more shooting on the floor, and there's going to be times where KCP is going to be the one to take those shots. So, a little shaky. Shout out to KCP. Keep hitting those threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Should we go to? Yeah, the Lakers are killing it. We don't have to talk too much about the Lakers. Uh, be lovely to watch them destroy the Rockets in the playoffs. Predictions. What do, what do we want to make a prediction on? To, like standings? Maybe um, some surprise All-Stars? Um, uh, surprise All-Stars. It's a little early. Truth. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me just give one more shout out. Uh, shout out to the Warriors. Brought home that L tonight, baby. <laughs> for uh, for officially last pace, we're five and twenty-one. Had that battle for thirtieth with the Knicks. They're now five and twenty. We're doing a little worse, baby. Yeah, yeah. Smelling, smelling those lottery balls, bro. Give yeah, me all of them. Yeah. Give me all the W's. I mean the L's. Sorry. Yeah, no, not the. <laughs> W's next year. Get the, Give me all the L's. Get the tank rolling down the field. Uh, we, 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 we cut it really close. We cut it to overtime, which really just made me nervous. Then we, we pulled out the L. We, we uh, lost by two. Great L. Great effort from those young cats. Way to keep trying to win, but not quite doing it. Yeah, wait, yeah. It's just what I like to see. Way to not see that. I want to see that competitive yeah. spirit, but ultimately that L. I love seeing your commitment to losing. Uh, but yeah. trying hard and showcasing your 
ability. Yeah, it's okay if, if whoever sticks around, y'all y'all see some W's next year. Yeah. Don't don't be discouraged. Okay, how about how about this? How about this? Who who gets the one who gets the one seed in the West? Because I I originally I think I had the Lakers third, the Jazz second, and the Clippers first. Which is looking. Ooh, the Jazz boy. Oh man. Yeah, jazz are Jazz have been slacking on that prediction, but. I, I, think I feel like the Lakers could be the one seed now. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I no, think I, I think I think the Lakers keep it rolling, man. Like shout out to Davis too. Davis had Lakers as the one seed. Yeah, I think I just the the amount of the games Kawhi is sitting out now, I don't I I don't know. I don't see them catching up really. I mean it's they're only what, <laughs> three and a half games out, but nah, I, I see the Lakers keeping it. I, I kind of see it ending up exactly the top three, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody expected them to gel as quickly as they did. No, the chemistry for the Lakers has has just come about. Yeah, like if, if anything, fast. if anything, I expected the losses to come like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that they're gelling already just makes me it makes it a little scary for the rest of the year. Like, I don't know. And and LeBron came out in an interview too. Not too long ago, well, he was talking about how in 2011, it was like he wasn't really in a mentally good space about basketball. And it, it is something that's been brought up or speculated on before where they're saying, you know, he just doesn't really have his love for basketball and this and this and that. A lot of it's been unfair. But if you see him now, even just his Instagram stories, like... He just looks happier than he's been in a long time. Yeah. yeah on is. and off the court. You know? Which is uh, ironically scary. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> like, for the rest of the league, it's like, he's, what, 34-ish, 35 maybe. A happy and, LeBron is a scary yeah, LeBron. Yeah, and LeBron, yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like, because then that's when his team is like, you can tell with the Lakers last year, and even, like, other teams that LeBron's been on, it's always, like, he he his demeanor would sometimes be that of a disappointed parent. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, to a, bunch of, to a bunch of grown men, like, that could be, like, devastatingly demoralizing. Yeah. And it's, like, and there's nothing you can do about it besides play better. And if they don't just don't have the – they're just not equipped to do it. Then the whole team is just, like, we're just letting LeBron down. But the fact that they're totally, like, they're lifting him up as much as he's lifting them up in a way that, you know, everyone's confidence is just through the roof because they're just like, oh, man, we're just clicking on all cylinders. I think it's going to be a really, really, they're going to make a real deep run. I, I will say they still, they have to hit that little, I don't know if it's a little two-game losing streak or a little two out of four. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to hit something. And they gotta they gotta stick together and get through that. But their goal for the season is not to lose back to back games. I I could see that happening. I also don't think it's, it's just happen. a goal. I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's a goal. Mm-hmm. I I think they're gonna <laughs> hit. Maybe it's not back to back. Maybe it's they lose a two two out of five. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're gonna hit a little rut somewhere. Coming from a Warriors fan who's been in these amazing years, like you always hit something. And you gotta find some way to put it back together, 
and and stick with your teammates and stuff and and get that that fun back that Javi's talking about because it's it's really easy when you're winning to stay fun and positive and loose and all that but and and I, I think LeBron's been there enough that he's going to lead some of these young cats through it. I'm I'm not saying they're not going to get through it. I'm just saying they got to hit that wall mm-hmm. and they got to get through it at some point in the season whether it's 3 <laughs> weeks from now, a month, a month and a half, whatever. But but they they're, they're going to go through that and and I think they're going to get through it. So mm-hmm. That's all. That's my only caveat. But. Yeah, because people underestimate how much you can, <laughs> how much you can learn from a losing streak. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's season two, episode eight for you guys. Um, shout out to Devin. Shout out to Javi for being here. Holding down this podcast while Davis yeah. is still on the injured reserve. Shout out Davis, man. Davis is still out there in Japan. We yeah. <laughs> I still I've been I've been on three podcasts now. I still ain't been on Davis. So. I have, I have <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna make it happen. I have a feeling you're on your last leg out there, Davis. So have a couple more beers. Yeah. And buy some more cool stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, the next episode of the Brick and the Go, Davis will be back. So. Uh, It'll be a big celebration. The return of Davis. <laughs> Show. I'm going to try to be on for that one, too. <laughs> the epic return. Yeah, we're Devin. we get Devin. Shout out, shout out my boy Keith, too. we get Keith on here. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to have, like, a five-person podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, and, and we're going to get the call-ins, too. The call-ins are coming very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, get that mail mailbag ready. Shout out to my guy Paul Hahn in the, o, in, in the OC. We're going to get you on, boy. We're going to get you on soon. Shout out to Paris Blackwell and IE Flicks. You know what it is. Shout out to Avery Johnson and Next Ones Network. Go follow them. You know what it is. It's the Brick and the Goat. We plug all basketball-related activities on this podcast. At the Brick and the Goat on Instagram. At Brick and Goat on Twitter. Go follow us. Thank you so much for listening. You know. We'll see you guys soon.